0: Imagine for a moment, your pits smelling like nothing. You don't stink after you work out. Your teenager's foot odor doesn't exist. How is this possible? It's Lumi! Challenge Lumi to keep you funk-free for 72 hours. Go to UglyTruth.com slash Lumi. You can pick your favorite smell, the favorite type of applicator or stick or tube or wipe, and you will be amazed by your non-smelly body. UglyTruth.com slash Lumi. Okay, here we go, ready? Uh, Welcome to the Ugly Truth. This is episode 550. Uh, Ugh, ugh. God, okay. So the last couple of weeks, Daryl and I have had this weird habit and it bothers me a little bit. We've been having a second cup of coffee in the, during the morning the day. so we'll have our coffee in oh, the morning oh. and then like around one o'clock we'll have another cup and it's usually espresso that's very normal i know it is i but do it at work i, I have will, to i'm i'm triggered because we come from a family where people drink coffee all day that's true and the older all you get day. the more you drink and i told daryl <laughs> that i said i think we're transitioning into a place that i'm very uncomfortable we're seniors. with i don't like what's happening <laughs> with our lives and i've also heard that At some point, you can drink coffee all day and still sleep like a baby. Some people do. Okay, Charles Ingalls. Well, there you go. That's one. There's one. Pa. (laughs) Laura used to be like, Pa, you always
1: said that too much coffee makes you can't sleep. And he's like, you're right. I did say that. Because, you know, it's like 10 o'clock at night. He comes in, puts the team away, and he's like, Carolyn, is that coffee still on? Oh, God.
0: I'll get it for you, Charles. (laughs) So, the other night... I... Will anyone even know what that means? I'm going through this thing right now, and we're going to talk about, like, our person. This this is the episode today. We're going to talk about all kinds of things. But I'm going through this thing right now where every time I have a meal, my first meal of the day, I go into almost like a food coma where I literally want to... I have to sleep for, like, 15 minutes. Yeah, And it's... But it's not just... And then do you feel better? i do but what's weird is i'm like this is a new thing and it's uh, it's obviously something with blood sugar it's something because uh-huh. it's the intermittent fasting thing and even if i eat super healthy oh i still might i get this rush and well, maybe you should
1: why is this intermittent fasting a thing because like, i was grazing. you're not the only person i know who does this because
0: well for me it was because i was grazing all day mm-hmm. and i had to stop doing that because i it was just horror it's so bad so I was like, Well, I just won't eat until like lunchtime, right? And then if I stop eating at like seven o'clock the night before and then I'll eat at like one or two o'clock the next day, fine. Well, the thing is is that Does it do anything for you? I mean Well, I mean, I definitely don't have like bloating issues like I used to. Uh-huh. I have lost a little weight, but it's mostly I, and I have more energy in the morning, which is nice. But I have heard it's not healthy. You shouldn't do that. Your body needs energy. Well, yeah. now I'm having this thing where I'll eat and then I'll be like, if I don't and I mean I take like like, I'm almost snoring. You're, like, asleep. I'm asleep asleep. Wow. And then I wake up and I'm, like, I turn it down every time. I go, what the fuck is going on? This is not normal. Yeah. This is can't. I've never had this happen before. So I I Googled all my symptoms. I'm convinced that I have Hashimoto's disease. <laughs> or some kind of thyroid condition i'm looking i'm looking for thickness in my neck oh my god no are my eyes bugging out i don't know (laughs) and my puffy is like every symptom i have for sure I think I'm and thinking then, it's the fact that you're starving yourself, right? And, and so, your body's so exhausted from trying to exist that when <laughs> it finally gets some food, it's so like oh, that day I woke up and it was um it was it was Halloween actually, and I said I need coffee. So it was like three o'clock in the afternoon, and I had an espresso. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, it was delicious. It was delicious. And Daryl's like, oh, I want one too. So we had one. I'm like, oh, we're, we're old. We're fucking old. We're no. old, Jamie. We all do it at so, work. People drink those freaking rock stars. They're huge. So oh it's my Like God. a gallon of energy drink. That's I crazy. can't do it. So then I'm sitting there. I'm like, you know, this is the second night in a row we're going to bed at one in the morning. And he <laughs> okay, goes, "Well, wait." He goes, "Is it?" I go, "Yeah." I go, "We have got to stop drinking espresso at three o'clock in the afternoon." Well, so does Daryl have to like be up and Adam for work? Yes. Okay. Like, well, the last two days, no, no, but because it was like a extent because Halloween has become this three-day weekend type of thing oh i see (laughs) so we were having (laughs) for adults espresso yeah and i'm like i I, we are not old enough to have coffee this late in the day we're still youngsters in some way because we are up till one in the morning stephanie we were up until one in the morning watching harry potter deathly hallows oh lord (laughs) well i mean the young why was it interesting jamie young people do it they drink more energy drinks and more caffeine than than old people do insane It's just what they do, yeah. And I'm like, this is crazy. I'm like, now, and then I wake up at like 8.30 in the morning on a Sunday. I'm like, this is way too late. For me, it's late. I I like to be up kind of early. It depends
1: for me. But 8.30 is late, 8.30 8.30 is late for me too. I, mean, I would it, love to sleep till 8.30. When I was sick last week, I slept till, I couldn't even believe it. I didn't sleep solid. I woke up, I got up at 7, mm-hmm. did something in the kitchen, came back in, was on my phone, and I accidentally drifted back off, which oh, almost nice. never happens. Yeah. So I let it happen. Yeah. I succumbed. I felt myself falling asleep, <laughs> and I'm like, you're falling asleep, and it's like 7.30. Weird. I'm like, but you know what? You must be really tired because yeah. you never do this. Yeah. So I'm like, maybe I'll just close my eyes. So I closed my eyes. I woke up, and I felt like still skin. <laughs> I'm like, have I been asleep for a hundred years? What time is it? Yes, well, I was thinking it's like 8 30. It It was 9 (laughs) o'clock. I couldn't believe it. I felt so guilty. I got in the shower and I started punishing myself immediately. I was was like, you lazy ass!
0: (laughs) You lazy ass! The dishes aren't even done. Oh my god! Yeah, so I said, this one o'clock in the morning shit has got to stop, yeah. you know? And I go, and then you get into this vicious cycle, you know? It's like, a cycle. Stop, you know? And so I have stopped. Luckily, I'm like, I told him last night. It's I go, fun, though, but you have always been totally a night fun. owl. I am a night owl anyway. So you have to force yourself to. Well, and sleep. I was. It's funny that you say that. I was just thinking that today when I was making my bed. I go, the bed looked like it was in complete disarray because <laughs> I stayed up a little late. Daryl can fall asleep the second he hits the pillow. I am so jealous of those people. Oh my God, that's Jerry. It's so annoying. Uh, it, is, it is so annoying. It's because man, And you think they're awake too because not quiet? no. And it's only in like five minutes, so how could they
1: possibly be asleep? Dead asleep. And I'll, I'll like, say something. I'm like,
0: I'll, I'll say, oh, this is a really funny episode. And I turn and I look at him. Like, He's all jerking. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, shit. He's asleep asleep. He's actually asleep. And yeah. I'm like, all right. And so then I'm up until like 1230, right. just naturally, yes. you know. So it's like I was making my bed. And I'm like, God, it's so strange because I married someone who is absolutely can get up at 5 a.m. and be ready to roll like well good morning when he comes in he'll bring me coffee and it'll be like 7 a.m he gets up at five o'clock in the morning five five thirty yeah oh my god that is commendable he's one of those assholes that could probably get up and like work out on a peloton shower (laughs) and be ready to rock and roll at 7 a.m i've often wondered about people who do that i'm like i'm exhausted
1: after i work out like
0: I want to lay down. I don't want to like <laughs> get ready and go to work. Well, the thing is, is like if I work out, it's usually late in the day. Yeah. After I've done a bunch of shit. Yeah. I work out. I'm hot and sweaty. The last thing I want to do is get in a hot shower. Right. It's like oh my god. So I have to cool down and I'll do whatever and then I'll finally shower. The next thing I know, it's like five o'clock. I'm yeah, like oh, It's like well my day's over. The day's done. I guess I worked out today. That's what I, I, I know, did. Right. So I've got to find. I used to be able to do it early in the morning, but I still had to have coffee and kind of live my life, and then I get yeah. to so like ten o'clock. Well, okay, I know you have a, a regular life, but I'm so jealous of your life
1: because I imagine that if <laughs> if my life was to run a home, run a household, run a family, do and I do but not as no, efficient as I could. Okay, if, first of
0: all, you do two jobs. Stephanie. Well, okay, right. Every every person who works a job, and oh, I should say, a mom. Every woman, mom. Yeah, every mother has. If yes. he works full time and has to take care of the home. But we always it's very hard. It's very hard, but we always feel like there's something lacking,
1: or that we could do better if we had more time. Yes, but there's only so many hours in the day, right? right? So I have always wished to have my job be to be at home, and yeah. because it's it's a great job. It's fun. It can be very rewarding. Um, and yeah, you when you're good it. at it, yeah, thank you. It, you are good at it. Nice. it. When you're good at it. It it's amazing, you know. It's, yeah. uh, there's nothing more more satisfying to me, at least. Yeah, you just don't get a day off, though. You don't get a day off. That's true. But I don't get a day off either. The problem no, you with don't. Me is that I have you to don't. go to work, and I only do it for one reason, one purpose. <laughs> okay, it serves rent. no purpose other than to make money, right? Yeah. There's no satisfaction in going to work. So right. Well, for you, you've always been so someone... That's true. I know there's women who are, are lucky enough to have no. like, their dream jobs
0: or their dream careers. No. some people. Yeah. Not all people. Most people are working to pay the man and get home and work for the weekend. And there's yeah. nothing wrong with that, by no, the way. No, no,
1: no. There's yeah. nothing wrong with it. But I'm always jealous when I hear somebody say, I love my job. I absolutely love my career. I love the company I work for. I'm like, God. I, what I that's wish that's like. I could have that. Yeah, right? That must be fun. So, for you, when I, when I hear about that, I'm like, you know what? I think I could do, I would probably do things a little Different, but it's really easy to speculate about what you would do. Well, it's everybody lives their lives differently. Yeah, I'm like, would I get for up sure. in the morning and work out, and you know, then and then make breakfast or do you whatever?
0: Think, you think you would do this?
1: I know you think you would do those things, just like I think. Well, I have. I have all these plans
0: for the weekend, and then I just sit around like a slug and watch my DVR. Because you're tired, you're drained. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't no, know. it's true. Being a stay-at-home mom is definitely rewarding. I will say though that I went through probably two years of. Absolute depression. Yeah, um, because I gave up my career to raise children, and mm. uh, and I never wanted children. Right, and I've been very vocal about that with the family. <laughs> Not to be mean. <laughs> But I tell them, specifically, them. I tell my girls, I'm like, look, I go. My intention when I moved out was to never have kids. I was going to move to the city, yep, and I was gonna just work and live my best life. I yeah. had no intention of getting married. I had no intention of yeah. having children. I said, you only but did want to live in the city. I did. I never wanted to live in the suburbs. Suburbia. Never. Yeah. And I said, and of course, I fell in love with a a, a city boy who was, you know. It ended up being great. Yeah. I go, and, you know, of course, I should have known that I would, because, you know, not that it matters, but it's true. I'm Mexican. I'm fertile as fuck.
1: I know, right? We have a lot of kids. Mom told us that right away. She's like, don't think yep. that you're going to be one of those women that's going to do it once and get a pass. She's like, you will never get a pass. I never got a pass. Neither did I. Never. Yeah. Uh, I- I- I've told this story on the show never. before, but Allison... <laughs> got pregnant when she lost her virginity yeah that's that's how much
0: fucking fertile we are par for the course it's like we might be white presenting but we are mexican so. girl <laughs> we just are anyway so. yeah it is true that it can it is rewarding but it was quite an adjustment and yeah. i actually worked for you a really long time before I actually fully gave it up. But, but it's you've had so many children. <laughs> Stephanie, so many.
1: I, I mean, no one would blame you. So Everybody many. would be like, look, it, it's it's just a choice you have to make. You have to just decide. And who, unless you're a doctor or you're yeah. making a politician that you can afford to put that many kids in daycare, no, no one could do it. No. I mean, it was ridiculous. Many, many p- families ridiculous. that I talk to every single day, someone had to choose. Yeah.
0: It's true. They just had to do it because it's, it's $1,500 a month per child. It's insane now. I can't even imagine what it is now. Oh, it's crazy. It's, yeah. that's, that's how much it is. It's, it's ridiculous. I yeah. mean,
1: yeah. I mean, and, and if you have an infant, forget <clears throat> about I it. I will
0: say this. Daryl and I think we're fortune tellers when it comes to the business world and the mark, world of marketing. Really? We see things like 10 years ahead. We always see it so coming. do you guys invest in Bitcoin? I have a little.
1: Oh, you do. I do. See, I didn't bit, know. Now the young, bit. the young, the youngins in my work—they're all like, "Yeah, if you guys didn't get in on Bitcoin, you're fools." And I'm like, "Well, I
0: didn't get. I in thought, a, thought it was a joke. I didn't get in on Bitcoin back in the day where I would be a millionaire. Mm-hmm. or I would have told you and I would have given you some, mm-hmm. <laughs> but no. But I, uh, I do have some uh, coin. Cryptocur- I have cryptocurrency. Yes, yeah. very little, but Sweet. I do have some. My biggest regret was when Tesla went public. I told Daryl, I said we have to find the money. We have to buy a stock in this company. Oh God! Yeah. And he's like, "What is it?" I go, "It's it's going to be an electric car." He goes, "That's never going to happen." I go, "It's going to happen." And it's totally happening I, to this day, Stephanie. There's nothing more I regret oh, than that not sucks. cobbling together three hundred dollars to buy Tesla stock. You should have. I well, the next time you get an epiphany about something, and then you're just going to do it on your own. I do, and I did, but anyway, um, it's still it hasn't. Nothing's happened yet, but I'm just saying. Well, I mean,
1: that's it sucks because those opportunities don't happen every day. They
0: don't. But but it, the next time one Tesla does come was a along, gem that never is gonna. I mean, it'll happen again one day. But yeah, yeah I it was... mean,
1: definitely. I, I I feel like space travel is the next best thing in the world. Like everyone wants to figure out how to make it normal to go to space.
0: That terrifies me. Uh, Jeff wants to go so bad. I know. So bad. I know. I think it can. I mean, I'm, I'm not like hesitant in the sense that I don't think it's going to happen. It is going to happen. Oh, it's going to happen. But they're what, doing it. Yeah. The yeah. only thing, and this is the hippie in me, uh, we're just going to ruin another planet. What do we do? <laughs> right. I, well, I'm there's so, so about that. We can't even land on anything. They, there's nothing Thank out God. there that's sustainable, right? I'm you cannot glad. live. But
1: no, um, yeah, I agree with you to an extent. I just. just I don't want to look up in the sky and see a
0: skyscraper on the moon. No. Oh, me either. It makes me sad. Oh absolutely. We just we're like fucking parasites. See, I didn't, I didn't even think about god. that.
1: I didn't even think about that. I'm thinking it's so new that you know in my oh, lifetime yeah. I won't go. I did find it interesting that um, would you do it? Would you fly? Would you orbit? I the would Earth? do it if I was William Shatner and I was 90 <laughs> and <laughs> really rich. And I'm like, look, if this is the way I go out, this isn't the what worst a, what thing. A, what a way
0: to go. Yeah.
1: So yeah. Jerry and I were both like, oh my god, William Shatner's going to
0: space. Well, of course he is. Why not? You know? I mean, yeah. I have to say, I would absolutely orbit the Earth. Yeah, I would. I would do it. <clears throat> I would. Too. I want to see it. I, I'm. i I'm good with letting them wait. You
1: know, f- for me waiting a few more decades to make because something's going to happen. Someone's, Someone's going to blow up. Yeah, Something, eventually, yeah. So mm-hmm.
0: let the let them, them let them do it, and, and then, then, then I'll go because I figure okay. Well, we happened. figured it out. <laughs> We've learned, right? Yeah. Um. No, what I was gonna say about the childcare thing. Yeah. What I really, really freaking love about the younger generation right below us, the millennials. They're figuring shit out. They're just like, oh, yeah, well, the, the pandemic was, was kind of a blessing in disguise. It a was. lot of people are taking stock in quality of life again. Absolutely. And when, when the pandemic first, when the lockdown very first happened, I turned to Daryl and I said, you watch, this is going to be, we're going to go into a renaissance period People are going to go, we do not have to be fucking rats. slaves. We do not have to be like this. We can figure it out. Yeah. And millennials are, Well, I mean, we're in the prime earning age right now, you and yeah. I. But millennials are getting there. And they're going to yeah. be like, no, we do not have to be afraid of losing our job. Right. We're going to figure it out. God, I'm so and jealous they, in that way. They have children. And they're like, no, we're staying home and raising our children. I know. And we're going to do it our way. And you either will lose us. Or you will figure it out and work with us. And you know and what? Guess That's what's what? happening? They're losing them. They are losing them, and they're getting them to and and these wow. innovated company, innovative companies us are going, out. going. Hell yeah, yeah! We'll do it. I mean, because they are the most productive people ever. They're because healthy. They're, they're, they're young. they They have it all. They yes. don't have to
1: sacrifice one thing for another. People like me who go to work miserable and and disgruntled (laughs) i'm serious i know because i what what i'm leaving behind what i'm what i'm giving up to do to live a lifestyle that i want my child to have that i want to have you know for
0: a future so i don't have to be freaking dirt poor but we're also the last of that generation like yeah because we were gen x by the way badass we're yeah. badass. We're the middle child of the generations. Yeah. And we take no shits. We That's take no true. fucks. Yeah. We don't we don't want to hear your excuses. We don't want to hear your whiny bitchiness. But we're also the last of the line where we work for the man. Yeah. And we're in a position now where like we really don't have the risk that Younger people do. We don't. Because we're like, we're about this close to getting old. And we also have a lot of college kids. And we've got That's like... Right. Responsibilities. You know, yeah. And now we're kind of entrenched in it. We're kind of in a point where we've, we've got some seniority and you don't want to give it up. That's true. For what? Well, because now we, you know? mo- most
1: of our working life is behind us. And right. we're looking forward to the future of when this will end.
0: And now we're trying to figure out how we want to live that third phase of our life. Yeah, exactly. And do we want to be... And to maximize what you ha- the time
1: you have left in the workforce to maximize yep. your, the yep. reward. Right. 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 Yeah, absolutely. And I'm
0: super happy for like my kids age Oh God, and, and right under us because their, their outlook is going to look a lot different yeah. than ours. And I'm I'm like, well, so in some way we kind of are leaving it a little bit better because we're creating businesses where they can be flexible. Well, you I know? mean, just that your, your family is a really good example of
1: paving the way for a, a, a better future. And I'm not, I'm not even talking about like, I mean, I, I'm talking about it on a lot of levels, but just the future, how much brighter it looks for the kids mm-hmm. f- as far as being happy and having yeah. everything they want and, and, and pursuing their dreams and the things that truly bring them happiness and right. and, and reward. That, to me, it was never an option in my mind. No, we,
0: we have changed. And I don't mean just me. I mean our generation, our generation. has changed the way we parent. Yeah. We, we're breaking a lot of those 1950s parenting cycles. Yeah.
1: Like, you don't have to get stuck mm-hmm. in this role or this... You know, yeah. working a job that you hate because you—that's you, your responsibility, and you will bring home money, and it doesn't matter if you like it. That's what you do. You'll get married, you'll have children, and die, just like everybody else. Yeah,
0: it's not like that anymore, and I
1: love it. I, I do really too. love it. Yeah. So. Well, your kids are all like vegans and or vegetarians, <laughs> and it's like I know never in a million years did I think anyone in our family would ever be like that. They are, and they are, and they embrace it, and they love it, and they've taught me things, yeah. and I'm sure you. Um, that I never would have known. I used to look at those people like, ugh, God, you people are so annoying. I know. But now when I talk to your kids about it and everything, I was like, God damn it. Why do you have to make so much fucking sense? Well, and they're like, also
0: really educated about it. Very. They're, not, they're not just like, I'm just doing no. it to save the animal.
1: It's not a trend. It's not uh-huh. a fad. No, they really truly believe in it. And the more I talk to them about it in detail, the more I learn. And the yeah. more I'm like, you know, they're not wrong. You know what? It's like every time I eat a spoonful of something that has got fat <laughs> in it, I'm like, oh my God. You know?
0: Yeah, it crosses one more my thing. Mind. One more thing to be ang- angsty about, right? Well, I still do it, <clears throat> but at least I think about it now. Okay, so really quick, uh, below deck started. It
1: did. Um, so you've watched two episodes. I've watched two.
0: And are you are you still loving I it? I am so
1: smitten with Captain Lee. So I Captain Lee even, is here's full, in full effect. Yes, Captain Lee is in full effect. Here's the thing about Lee is he, uh, he lost a child. Yeah, I, I believe this will be coming into the third year. I think it's been a little oh, over two years. Oh, it hasn't been that long. It's been very rare. Oh recent. my goodness. So the last two seasons, he was a changed man. He oh. was still. The show is still great. It's so. It's produced mm-hmm. so well. Mm-hmm. You could definitely see the sorrow in oh, his God, person. God, that
0: would hurt my yeah, body. Yeah, it did.
1: It was devastating. Um, he was at the at, at Capitol Hill yesterday. He's oh. he's a huge advocate for um, reform of opioid addiction. Is that what? His that's what his child what killed his son. Oh no! So he has used his platform to try to take it to a greater level, and he's being he's very successful at it. Okay, oh, because for for whatever reason people love him.
0: Well, I like him. I mean... Daryl hit it off with him immediately.
1: Yes. He's super... Even though he is the epitome of the white elite... You know, successful man. He he's just so charismatic, and he's he's very very real, um, and he's very down to earth. So he's somebody that you can really just, you know, like you said, like meet him at a bar and have a drink with him, and not have any idea that he's famous. Yeah.
0: And when the and it was so funny when Daryl did it, and he's like, I'm just sitting here talking to this guy, and he's telling me about the shipping, you know, about about you know doing yachts. It's an interesting life and all this. He's like, Oh no no no, they're just talking, and then these young girls come up like, Oh, Captain, can we have your autograph? Yeah, sure. So he go, and Daryl's like, Are you famous? (laughs) He goes, well, I'm on a show called Below Deck. He goes, oh, yeah, I've heard of Below Deck. And Daryl is so not in tune with reality I television. Know. Unless it was Sister Wives, he'd be like, oh, my wife is obsessed. but And that's so shocking to me because he's in an entertainment industry. Yeah, but it just never I even, mean, I know it's not his exact it never world. It occurred. Yeah, yeah. It never so, occurred to him. Uh, and so he's like, oh, yeah, I am. And then he started telling him about what it's like. And, yeah. you know, and he's very like. Casual about he's it. So casual. He's like, they just decided to start filming what I do, you know. It's and true. so it's like, all right. But here's
1: you know? the thing: not everyone can pull off a reality show. Oh God, no. Because they're either awkward or they're too human, and they just don't get the entertainment piece of it, right? And or they're it's it's not authentic. It's right, you know that kind of thing. So so Lee, this year I can tell the the year that has passed has done him well. Oh, so he's got a spark back. He has a spark back. Oh, great. And the thing is, is because he's been doing this so long, this is his eighth season. It's become very natural for him. Mm-hmm. They thankfully have realized that having him on the same yacht year after year is beneficial okay. because he knows it. He's comfortable. Sure, sure. he knows he's comfortable. You know, he's right? Because he's still actually doing a job. He's right. not just filming a reality show. He actually has to drive this fucking 180 foot yacht. You wow. know, this twenty million dollar thing, and and be in charge of all these people who take care of it. So I've noticed that his confidence is back. He he's a health buff. God, he's, oh God! Is he shirtless I, a lot? He, no, he's because he's not. He's moderate. He's modest. Oh, okay. And he, he's been married to his wife. They just ser- celebrated their 40th wedding anniversary. Oh, wow! And he adores her he is just obsessed with his wife does that make
0: him more sexy totally oh why Uh, is that is that because he's just yeah because it's like the worst thing ever to find someone so incredibly sexy and find out that they couldn't get enough of their wife for the last 30 years absolutely and And she's like like, "Ah!"
1: and she's like Betty Crocker
0: of course she's you know she's she's just what you would
1: expect a woman in her 60s to look like Paul Rudd's like that by the way
0: who Paul Rudd Really? Oh, my God. He's in love with his wife. They've been married about 25 years, and she's just a normal gal. Kevin Bacon, too, by the way. Yeah, but they're amazing together. Kevin Bacon, Kira Vissoja? Oh my God, they're so Yeah, amazing. but I mean, they've been married 30 plus and years. And they absolutely, although I have heard them say what I've said. They're just like, well, you know, we do have time where we have to work apart for like a couple months. <laughs> well, their jobs don't suck in that regard. In fact, they did. They said lockdown's been hard. <laughs> <laughs> right? Lockdown was hard. But yeah, yeah, it's Paul Redd has been married to his wife for like, I think, 25 years. And yeah. she's just this normal gal. And yeah. he is... Adorable as hell, and he's like, "I love my wife more than anything." I'm like, "Oh, blast you! You're right. so much more attractive." So this is Lee, and and yeah. the thing about it is with when Lee is doing his job, he also
1: travels, so he's away from his wife for six weeks a year. Mm-hmm. You know, all of these 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 charter guests who hi, who hire the boat, they're all well, very wealthy, mm-hmm. right? Because it's 180 to 200 thousand dollars a week to to rent a yacht. And a lot of times they have focused on doing like all girl charters. Oh, sure. Where all these girlfriends all pitch in and they all go on the trip. Well, they always drink too much. Of always. Course. That's the whole point. Yeah. And everyone is smitten with Captain Lee. Of course. He's cute. He's adorable. And so he's I can't tell you how many times he gets hit on, slobbered on, Ew. felt up. Hands on the ass, you know, like Captain Lee, hands on the chest, you look so good, you know constantly! And I'm thinking, you know, how confident must his wife be? Oh, she's probably like, please. To see his her husband on
0: television and watch these women and know, you know, she's like, like uh, you know. You guys could not do what I do for Captain I guess! Lee. I suck a nail out of a fence. He's never leaving. <laughs> Trust me. Well, she's doing
1: something right because yeah. he absolutely adores her. It's wonderful. And it is wonderful. So, anyway, I'm, I'm very much enjoying the show. Jerry is, is a creature of, of habit. So I'm very open to it. Jerry's like, I don't like her. Ew. Ew, she's ugly. Her forehead's too big. Ugh, the show is dumb this year. And I'm like, shut up. I'm like, it's not dumb, old man. It's
0: been man. two episodes. It's been literally 90 minutes of content. You have like, no idea. He's like, but the only one I know is Captain Lee. I'm like, and? What else do you need? So I have been DVRing it and watching it alone oh, yes. so that I can actually enjoy it. I, I did do a pull, I did pull a faux pas the other day. We watched this show. and I know you're not into vampires, but it's called What We Do in the Shadows. And it's absolutely amazing. One, it's one of the best shows on television, literally. Um, so the season finale. Well, the cheese stands alone over here, by the way. I, I know. Because
1: the things you post online, everybody's like, oh my God, that was so good. That was And I'm like,
0: what is this that they're speaking of? I know. Well, you like, you like to live in a different vault than I do. It's I do. It's just different. Yeah. And so, um, anyway, so I watched it. I watched the season finale by myself. I was working out and I watched That's the great. season finale by myself because it was 45 minutes. I'm like, oh, perfect. So, that night, I get a glass of wine in me, and I said, "Oh, I have something to tell you." I go, "I've betrayed your trust," and he he gets white. He thinks you're gonna. He always thinks you're gonna tell him some. Major, I don't know, but he has, I want a divorce. He, he thinks I don't like. He knows my humor by now. You would think he knows that I'm doing this, and so <laughs> he's, still he's that like. Scared. And Malia's like. She's like looking side-eyed. She's like, what are you going to say to him? Because she knows, obviously, it's not serious if she's in the room. Right. So I go, well, I betrayed your trust today. And he goes, what did you do? He goes, what did you do? <laughs> and I said, well, because I live such a, a cosmopolitan life, you never right. know where I've been or what I've been doing, especially these last Manhattan these last weekend. two years. You have no idea where right, I've right. been. I said, right. well, I watched the season finale, What We Do in the Shadows. He's like, I can't believe you did this to me. He's like, I, I, I don't know what to say. I'm speechless. <laughs> And he goes, you know what? I go, well, I want to watch it again. That's why I I told you, because I want to watch it again. And he goes, no, I'm not giving you that privilege. (laughs) And I'm like, what? He goes, no. And he went to go find the clicker. I'm like, what are you doing? What, are you going to delete it? You're going to delete it? I'm like, is this what we're doing? (laughs) And he's like, I'm just really upset. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, fine, don't watch it. I don't give a shit. I already already saw it. I you want to know who dies? (laughs) You're so mean. No. I'm like fine, be that way, you big baby. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm glad I told you. Yeah, really. I hope it stings, dummy. Sister Wives comes back November 21st. God, there's been so
1: much media about these ladies,
0: and I'm, well, I, well, I just feel like we're being completely misled. I, do too. I I don't think that anything has really changed. Although the social media would indicate that. Um Mary. Jan- Janelle. Oh Janelle. Janelle has moved to North Carolina for the winter. Oh. To stay for with the her winter. to stay with her grandbabies. Okay. Um Christine effectively has moved to Utah. Yeah, it looks like it. Because she sold her house. Yeah. There's public record that she sold yeah. the house. And it was given well, to her... Well, Janelle was living in a trailer on their property. She was. And then she said for the winter she was leaving because it's arduous there. And because it feels weird to watch her husband living his life with In a another... mansion. <laughs> oh, do they live in a mansion? They do. They do. Robin and Cody live in a mansion. There has been not one sighting of Cody with any of the other children or wives um, at all. And then Mary is... They say she's living in Flagstaff but everything she does is at the B&B in Parowan, Utah. So Absolutely. Absolutely. Plus her only daughter lives in Salt Lake City. Yeah. So although it's like a 4-hour drive, she's still in Utah. She so is. It seems like effectively all the older wives have moved on and living separate lives for Robin and Cody. I'm hoping that this is the final season of Sister Wives. I kind of am, too. Because I want everyone to just, you know, look, Cody doesn't even want to be in polygamy anymore. And based on what he's been saying. Yeah. And frankly, I think that would be fine. The one thing, it's so funny because they're just like, oh, Robin, blah, blah, blah. I go, look, here's the deal. If he met Robin and truly fell in love with her yeah. and truly wants to be married to her, then more power to them. Let these poor ladies move on and do yeah, whatever they want to do. Them along. You know, don't say for the sake of religion that they have to be the ones to separate ties. Just say clearly we're all not going to do this. Right. Right? But I when he stops wanting to have sex with his
1: other wives yeah. because he only wants to have sex with Robin. Which has
0: been going on for a while. A
1: long time. Yeah. It's just
0: done. So I I am no going to. No one wants to, to be the, the. Yeah. I'm going to watch this season, obviously, because yeah, I, I hate myself. So I'm going to watch I'll this season watch and be completely disappointed, I'm sure. Because there's, yeah. it's never. Well, the only reason why they're doing the show at this point is because it's all their gravy train. And, Absolutely. And so, you know, yeah. who wants to give And up? it's a year old. By the time we watch it, it's oh, a little bit True, old. true. So it'll be it'll be a very different I unless they do some kind of reunion show, which they haven't done in a while because everybody hates everybody. I know, right? So I'm like, I'm dying. But I'm like, oh that's fine, whatever. You well, know, reunion shows have a tendency to be a little bit more raw. They're a bit raw. Because so, they had, they the had to watch thing, all the footage. They're like, well, I didn't know you said that about me or whatever. Yeah, yeah.
1: right. Or, so. or, and just, I mean, I can only imagine if I've, if I've been married to this asshole for 25 years, yeah. however long, and watching the footage of him with Robin and oh seeing God. how happy they are and yeah. their life. And I mean, like, it would make me want to strangle him. But I'd be
0: like, this is, was not the deal. We got married because of a religion, not yeah. because of love. Remember? And then he did. Yeah. And here we are. But I... I'm fine with it. Yeah. I'm fine with it. But but the but the religious part needs to come to an end. The the, yes. the thing that people forget is that the whole point of the Browns coming forward and being public was to put a good face on polygamy. To show that polygamy right. is not that bad yeah. and that we're normal. It's we're a willing like, it's a willing relationship that all people enter into willingly consensual. And we're all adults, you know, we, we love our children and all we that all stuff. have the same goals and we're and just there's values. just many of us. There's just many of us. Yeah. And yet and we have in within ten years has completely fallen apart. Well, I mean, and I I mean and, and, and I'm sure that the reality show it has a part to play in absolutely, that. they I have mean, money, and they've been exposed to other perceptions of yeah. reality. I mean, they lived in a bubble their I whole know. life, and then they uh, they they see social media, they're on the news. You know, they everything. have money. I mean, they have you know, money. No, I
1: mean, I often have wondered why a woman, because, okay, I am not pretending to know what every single woman feels or that sure. I can't, that I would not sh- share the same values as a woman who chose polygamy. For some reason, it's always intrigued
0: us. Yeah, I, I all think of it's, us. I just think it's because it is, um, well, first of all, I think it has a lot to do with the show Big Love. We were all so that's obsessed true. with Big but Love. But why, though? So, I mean, I don't know. So that's what I, I mean. There's something
1: about polygamy that, that, that intrigues us. Yeah, it the, does. The idea of it, and w- I know I couldn't live it.
0: No, me neither. But
1: but it does. I think I, that's why. Maybe because yeah. we can't. We the, in a million years, I would never do it. Yeah. It's, Paula well, says she could. I know she does. I don't. Yeah. Eh, I, I, don't do I, I, I don't know. I I don't know if it's the draw of thinking like you would have some a sister, or wife, somebody who's not really your sister, but who understands all the same things you go through with demand, mm-hmm. and that you're really really close to, and that you're raising children together with. Yeah. I don't know. I really
0: don't know what it but is. But then there's but, the sex thing, and I just can't. That's
1: the, that's where I, I can't draw do the line. Yeah, no. right. And so, um, but anyway, you know, yeah. So with this whole deal, I kind of feel like maybe these women married into the situation for their own reasons. Of course. But yeah. now they have options. Yep. And it's just. And they did not. Know. And yeah. They, they didn't know they had options. Well,
0: and now they do. And, and now not, they have financial means to do so. And not one of their children is practicing that Look religion. And yeah. none of them. They're just like, in a million years, no. <laughs> and so at some point, when all of your adult daughters are saying, Mom, no. You yeah. have to wonder, oh, well, maybe this isn't the healthiest thing for me. You know, I mean, at some point. I mean, point, is it healthy for anyone? I'm no, just going to say it. I don't think like, so. Like, you
1: know, we're so accepting of one another now. I'm like, fine you, with you, it. you, boo, you know, you, you what makes you happy? I'm not going to judge you for it, blah, blah, blah. And I'm not judging anyone who decides to do it, no. but I do question that, that is there anything natural? And this world anymore that comes from just being a human being. Like, like animals are instinctive. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anim- so human beings have to have some kind of instinctive... Feelings and thoughts about that don't have anything to do yeah. with the choice. I
0: will tell you that this is just proof, further proof that organized religion is really, really bad. Well, because I mean, it, it, the reason that they got into this is because they were told that God wants you to do this. Right. If they didn't have that, and you're just polyamorous, that's right. That's a completely different it's thing. Different. And they could have walked out at any time. But because they have this tie with religion, they, they think, feel obligated. Like they, can't. If, if we don't, if we don't continue this, we're gonna die. We're not whatever. gonna. I'm not. My children won't go to heaven with me right. and all this crazy shit but i mean you know that being said majority of mormons
1: do not believe in polygamy they <laughs> they don't no no
0: no you know they don't practice it, it right. it's
1: a very limited f- a few that it is that small still think percentage. it's something that they should
0: still do so yes, i mean you know, true. it's is- kind of like radicalism on anything it is an extreme version of that faith yeah. no doubt yeah definitely. okay so speaking of extremism I have been losing a lot of hair. Oh, my God. I told you I have been. You have? I'm almost bald. You're not bald. You don't look bald. Jamie, every single day in the
1: shower, I take a gob of hair out of the thing. And I am freaking out.
0: This started for me, I think, in, like, July of last year. I started noticing that I was losing a little more hair in my brush than normal. I'm like, what the hell is this? So... I thought and it was because I bleached my hair. I thought it was, I thought I, because I had recently had my hair done, and I did a lighter color than I normally do, and I thought, okay, well, it's just breakage, it'll grow yeah, back. me too. But no, it's coming out of the fucking root. Right. And so I have been taking extra vitamins, I'm doing all the things, I'm cha- I've changed everything, the way I blow my hair dry, I'm trying everything. And I'm like, what is this? And then I'm noticing there are most women I see what no matter what their age, their hair looks like shit. It's bald. They're not bald, but they have like a bigger part like I do. Oh God. Or they have what is it? They think it everybody thinks it's stress. That the stress has gotten so extreme with the pandemic that people are women are literally losing their hair. Does that mean we might grow it back though? Because that's what I've been worried about. I think about. it's growing back because like here I have like these pieces Yeah, yeah, I do too. I'm still losing it and I'll go through phases where sometimes it's okay and sometimes it's not where some days I always thought it was hormonal. I thought it was hormones too and then I like I told you I thought I had Hashimoto's because that's a symptom. <laughs> oh. But that means everybody has Hashimoto's. Right, you too. I don't know if I'm saying it correctly, but I'm just That saying. just sounds
1: like a, like a restaurant in Japan or I something. I think it like uh, when he <laughs> Wendy Williams
0: has Hashimoto's disease. Wendy Williams is fucked up. She's a fucked up individual, but something had Why happened. Why is she fucked up? Okay, never mind. I don't know, but something had happened on TV, and she widened her eyes, and her eyes looked like they were oh, going to pop out of her sockets. Her eyes and people huge. were like, you're you're ill, girl. Go get checked out. And she's like, everyone, thank you for saying something. I have Hashimoto's. And I'm like, okay.
1: <laughs> I'm like, okay. She's also had grave disease. I mean, she, has, she keeps self- you know, diagnosing. I don't know. I don't know what she has. The problem is that she's a crack addict. That could be it. That could there could be some actually uh, I think she's a Coke addict. I don't drugs. know what it is cocaine apparently is making a comeback. I had no idea. Yes, yeah, and people are dying
0: from it. Didn't you hear about that yes. party where were four of them, three out of three four died. died? I know. Because it was laced with fentanyl. You know what really pisses me off is I want to try coke, and now I can't. You know what's Because funny? I'm going to die.
1: All the comments on that, when that story happened and all those people died, all the comments were, God, whatever happened to just being able to go to a party and somebody had some blow? Get a bubble coat. You did a little line, yeah. and then you drank the rest of the night, and that was it. It's not like you were a coke addict or anything, but yeah. you were just having fun. Yeah. You, know,
0: you can't even do that
1: anymore, because someone's going to try to kill you. You'll be you. dead. Yeah. I'm so
0: annoyed by that. And it just, I when I heard about that party and how they were just, thought they were just doing coke and They're everybody fucking died, I'm like, oh, well, this is how Demi Lovato, Tom Petty, totally. everybody, because Absolutely. they were doing a bump of coke and thinking nothing of it and then yeah. finding out that the fucking cartel is trying to kill everybody. Yeah. I don't know if that's well. Actually, not, no. I'm that saying. what the explanation is is that it, it, it is that you it's a stronger. It, it's very strong,
1: and so mm-hmm. you can sell more for less, or God. you can sell less for more. So annoyed, but they don't tell anyone. I'm so mad. So they're just assuming it's regular coke and they're like, yeah, but this
0: stuff is a very strong thing. You you do half of what you would normally do. And what what bugs me about it is now that I'm old enough to be able to get really good shit, now I'm afraid and I can't do it. Yeah, I've thought about it too. Thanks a lot, you assholes, for ruining everything. No, well, it just goes to show you that you know we're not of that era anymore. God, I'm so irritated by that. I miss the window. I'm so grateful that I experimented in my youth. I really wish that I had been in my 20s and the 80s. That would (laughs) have been such a fucking time,
1: right? I have said for many God. Years that I wished I was was older in the seventies.
0: I would have loved to have been in my in the prime of my life in the eighties. Well, I'm going
1: through a Bee Gees phase right now, and what? you know, I don't. Yeah, I'm kind of going through like a Bee Gees phase where I think I'm you like,
0: "Are old?"
1: Well, I mean, I was little when they were, <laughs> I know. you know, or non-born. <laughs> But that doesn't mean you can't appreciate the artist. I love the Bee Gees. I do. Yeah. So I've been kind of watching a little bit more, like like um, documentaries and stuff, and about that time period and stuff. I'm like, oh my god, that (coughs) would have been so fun. The disco era. Yes. Yeah, are you kidding me? I mean, I I wasn't gonna go out and get AIDS or you know whatever, but no,
0: but but still, it would have been a great. But time. it would have been fun to be it in the would. clubs back then. Oh my God, Stephanie, joking. I always fantasize of going to Club Fifty Four, Studio oh Fifty Four. Yes, would have been oh fun. so many. Insane. Like I would have loved
1: to go to the whiskey and all
0: those places oh my in God. LA. That's that the nineties. That there was some prime time in the nineties too. Yeah, but well. anyway, um, no. So so I don't think it's hormonal. It could be, but because every... I don't think it's Hashimoto's. I'm I just think going to say that everybody is losing their hair. All the women. I was at the dentist office yesterday. I had a cleaning, and I was looking at all the women, and I'm like, everyone's hair looks like garbage. It's not just well, me. Thank God. Yeah, but I mean, my hair's so thin. I'm, I'm like, how, how am I not? Bald? And you know what? And our hair has always been I? our thing? We th- And We have thin hair anyway. Well, it's thin, but it wasn't. No, I used to always
1: be told like, yeah, your hair is thin, but, but it's, you have a lot of it. But you have a lot of it. Same. And I'm like, I don't have a lot of it anymore.
0: I'm using a lot of root boosters. Does it work? (laughs) Well, at least it feels thicker when I curl it and stuff. I feel like I have hair. But it's like... I never used to need as much product as
1: I need now. It's, oh, it's. I funny. used to literally be able to like blow dry and maybe a little light hairspray and I was good. Yeah. And now I'm like, I ha- you should see my bathroom.
0: Oh, Stephanie, I have it's so, so many. So... I have so many elixirs. God. So many elixirs. And for, so, and for different things, hair, nails, Everything. skin, I know. face. It's. I'm like, I I, I told it. Daryl I so said I'm gonna buy prenatal vitamins. He's like, why? And I go because have you ever seen a pregnant woman with bad hair? No. No. So I'm about ready to do that. Eh. I don't know what else to do. I mean, Try it. see this if it point. Works. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. All right, so I'm trying to think if there's any more beauty other than my my sad hair. (laughs) <laughs> and it was funny too. because when I go to the hairdresser, I, I say, so Greg, I go, I don't know what's going on. I go, but my hair is so thin right now. I go, I go. would you be honest and tell me if I have any bald spots? And he's like, you don't have any bald spots. I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> he goes, Jamie, no. I said, with the amount have of hair... Have you been thinking anything? I go, telling me? That's what I told him. I go, are you sure? I go, are you judging the hair? Going, God damn, Jamie, you have like no hair. I mean, is it like so wispy? Do I have Jamie, feathers?
1: I'll never forget the time. I had only been going to Neil for maybe six months okay so i had probably gone to him twice and i was on my third visit and somebody and i'm i assume that because he's so amazing he gets a lot of referrals from mm-hmm. friends oh people that's how got, i got that. right me too yeah well i i referred him to you i know yeah, I know. but i mean. was referred to him by somebody right. so so clearly somebody had referred this woman next that was sitting next to me in the chair to him mm-hmm. um like let's see if like if if, if anyone can help you neil can neil help can you do it, right yeah So, and he's so professional and polite, Uh and so he's doing his thing on her, and I think I was sitting with color in my hair, so I was just sitting. Processing. Uh Uh-huh, and I wasn't even, you know, I find it... I didn't want to be the one to be, like, I don't want someone staring at me when yeah. I'm sitting there getting my hair done. Yeah. And we're, it's kind of close quarters it at is. the salon, so you just kind of, like, read your magazine and, and eyes forward, and you don't yeah. really, like, you know, you might glance up once in a while, but you're not going to sit there and stare at the woman I next zo- to you. I zone
0: out on my phone. I don't even pay attention totally. to anybody. So
1: I'm doing that. I knew he was working on her next to me, but I really wasn't paying too much attention. I was just trying to be polite. And he's like, all right. You know, he did her blow. he I saw her go in and pay, and then she left, and he came back over to me. He's like, well, that was a hot fucking mess <laughs> He's like that was a train wreck, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Oh. And, and so I immediately was, I laughed. Right. You know, I looked to see if I could catch her, and I did. She was she had very thin hair. Oh god! And um, but at the same time, I immediately was like, oh "What about you say What that does that he say about me?" That's yeah, totally, exactly,
0: exactly. So when you're
1: saying all this about Greg, you know, of course he's not going to
0: tell you you're a hot fucking mess or you're a train wreck. But do I, they think things? I don't know. I I I'm <laughs> friends. I have a friend whose hair got so thin. And she had some other health issues which probably contributed to it. But her hair got also very thin the last year where she just lost it and cut all of her hair off because she had long hair. And Um. she cut it to the shoulder. She goes, I'm sick of this. My hair's so fucking thin. I can't take it. And I'm like, me too. And so then she was so depressed about it that her husband spent thousands of dollars. She has the most beautiful extensions now. She's like, I feel like myself again. And I'm like, is this a thing? Is like all women's hair thinning right? because of the stress of the Is this pandemic? how we're
1: evolving as human beings? We're all going to be bald? Yeah. And the only way you'll have ha- beautiful hair
0: again is to have fake ones? All I know is that if my hair... If I start getting bald spots, Stephanie, I'm, going, I'm running to the doctor and I'm going to be like... But I mean, they can't even do anything. I'll well, be like, is this hormonal? If it's hormonal, you can take something to kind of help readjust yeah. yourself and your hair will start to grow. Things will change. I hope so. And I go is or is this if this is a stress related thing what do i do i need a fucking pre- predis- like prozac what do i, do? What do I need <laughs> like i can't yeah. Women will change the goddamn world if we all start losing our damn hair. Seriously, the, 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 the collectively, the woman will be like, "Enough with the pandemic!" I'm telling you, stop politicizing yeah, I, everything. No,
1: I honestly just believed it was my age. Like I'm getting I to that age,
0: and you know what? You're not always gonna keep everything you have forever. What were you thinking, dummy? You know, I saw a woman on TikTok, and she was sobbing, and she's pulling out chunks of hair she's like i'm terrified what That's is going on to me what is going on everybody's like oh it's covid i'm like it's not fucking covid it is stress women have had it <laughs> we are done I with know, the right? bullshit of this fucking world i'm telling you Enough. i feel like that
1: i do feel like that I'm i can't you. with it. I, I said you know what i'm like i wish there was a way that i could just accept being poor and living off of the system. (laughs) And I would probably be such a happier person. Much happier. We'd all be happier if there was no cable TV of life. Going to work every day and be scrutinized and judged and and constantly, like, it's like someone has a pickaxe or, well, no, what's the thing? An ice pick. Just chip it away. And they just keep
0: poking at your back and you're like, it's like getting a tattoo that never ends. I just think that we, as a society, have collectively, we've exhausted ourselves with (sighs) With the temper tantrums, with the politics, and the indulgences, the, the of the, all, the absolute uh, horrificness of a pandemic, a generational yeah. pandemic that has is killing people left and right, leaving people ill, leaving people stressed you know and the thing is it's like and there's no answer there is no answer and the thing is is everybody is looking for one and they're going insane it's and, true and the rest of us are losing our fucking hair That's true oh, god okay we're gonna do some hugly and awkward moments Good. this week and since we were talking somebody about somebody else uh, awkward befi- besides me yes and, uh these are ugly and awkward moments spa version oh no oh god up on one of these oh no um since we were talking about our beauty concerns i can't here's the f- here's the first one uh yeah these are good i have three. First one i was getting a massage and suddenly needed to pass gas like an idiot rather than asking to get up and visit the restroom i convinced myself i could hold it that why why would you i I have an ass of steel and i have had to hold it (laughs) i miscalculated the masseuse touched and squeezed the wrong part of my upper leg just below my butt and boom it was long and loud and my god positively foul this is a man of course it is i trust me i reread this to make sure the masseuse (laughs) said she was going to step out for a few minutes no shit (laughs) when she finally came back i spent the remainder of my massage apologizing and telling her how embarrassed i was she that said. doesn't change the fact that I have to breathe your shit air. Right. Thankfully, she had a good sense of humor, said she had a husband and boys. Still, I was beyond humiliated. I left a huge tip, and I never went back because I keep imagining that they've added a note to my profile saying I was the <laughs> fart guy. <laughs> you were. You were the fart guy. I'm sure it happens. You know what they should do? I, did, I was just thinking about this. When you do massages and bodily functions come out, Ugh. when you say, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to excuse myself for a moment so you can maintain your composure... Air out the room, whatever, you should be able to walk out and hit a switch and a fan turns off. Oh yeah. Wouldn't that be brilliantly smart instead of it smelling like fart and incense? Oh god you sound like Jerry <laughs> <laughs> He he refuses for me to have like the spray
1: stuff in the bathroom. Oh, like, he doesn't like want to mix the smell of shit. He's like, and why spray. do I want to smell roses and shit? I'd rather just smell shit than roses and shit. Or and maybe I'm we like, could just make sure we have really good fans. I mean, to me, it's you know why when we have, we've talked about this before, so I know I'm repeating myself, but at my house we have real windows. Yeah, so you can and they open wide. Open them wide. Yeah, yes. Open to the them point wide. to where we we lock them when we leave because a person could actually crawl through one. Yeah. So if you're going to use the restroom and you know what's about to ensue why are you going to crack that thing open with like a quarter of an inch open, open up. the goddamn window <laughs> and i told him this i'm like a crack isn't going to do the job i'm gonna have to open leave the
0: window. it open we're all home no one's gonna come crawling <laughs> in the window and later on when you just have to pee and everything's safe then close it it's fine it's fine God, you just can't do it it's so fine it's it drives me insane I'm like roses we're spraying roses. <laughs> Anything's better than this. Trust oh, me. Oh, God. I know what your diet is, Mr. Meat Eater. I
1: refuse to go in there. I mean, once I see that door shut, it's like two hours before I'll dare to enter. Oh, yeah. I don't believe you. It has to be
0: gone. I want it to feel like a refrigerator in here before I walk in the door. Seriously. Okay, so here's one. This one kind of makes me mad because I am i have a few thoughts on it, but I'm not sure. First <laughs> of all, this is in West Virginia. Okay, enough said. A West Virginia nail technician, Sarah. She once worked at a high-end luxury salon where clients would change into robes for the full service. Right. West Virginia full service spa. I don't even know what that Uh, looks like, but okay. Normally, clients leave their underwear on. However, I serviced one one client who took everything off. During her pedicure, I was staring straight into her bush. Oh, for God's sake. She was super friendly, but every time I tried to gently cover her up, she would flick the robe off her legs because she was hot. Oh my god. I eventually accepted my fate and tried my best not to look up unless I absolutely had to. She did that on purpose. That's what I'm wondering. I I am telling she you. Was showing off her full bush to this girl? I do. Girl? I think people have these
1: weird fake <gasps> fantasies and they play them off as coy. I swear to god. Flicking it up. Who does that? Um, as a woman who owns a bush,
0: that is the thing that you cover up and protect the most. And Under we, any circumstances. And first of all, if you are going to a spa where you know you will be putting on a robe, everyone knows to keep your underwear on. Well, what, are they going to massage your lips? I, I mean, mean, no. Give me a break. She's giving you
1: a fucking pedicure, not a... No. No, 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 no. Snatch-a-cure? She was weird. What's a snatch-a-cure? <laughs> I don't know, but it made
0: sense to me. <laughs> as long as you understand it. Okay, here's it totally the last did. one. Um Okay. This is the last one. This one's really awkward. This is an awkward moment. Hardcore. See, you know what
1: sucks about that last one? It wasn't awkward for the bush. It was. Uh, it was awkward, awkward for, for the poor, poor girl. girl. She's the one that had to be awkward. She of all,
0: even doing anything. The The first one was awkward for everyone. Oh. No, second. he should have felt like
1: a. Mm, he. he. <laughs> That is invasive
0: and and offensive. It's incredibly offensive. Stop it! He's like, I should have held it. I should have excused myself. Yes, you should. You should have. You should have been a man and said, "Excuse me, I'll be, I'll return in a moment." And use the restroom and let it go. God, asshole. There's nothing worse though than being somewhere where you feel like you have a gas bubble and you're like. Dear help me, what am I I mean, do? it has to
1: be, it has to be, like, I don't know. I've I never done it.
0: I've never done it mm. either. I've, my biggest concern has always been that I'm going to have gas during a pelvic or something. Oh, it's never happened. Yeah. My body ceases to function when Mine, I have too. to do that. Mine there, too. Nothing. Besides, nothing.
1: you know what, whenever I go, I, it, that, it's usually the first thing I've done for the day if yeah. I have to
0: go get a pelvic. Of course. And I don't even eat. Like, I'll just a little do, bit of water. Stephanie, I, I literally walk in as if I was born that day. <laughs> There is nothing in and my body. I, I've had
1: these conversations with my OBGYN and I've told him, you know, I'm like, I don't know why I feel the need. Well, it's part of our awkwardness awkward. mm-hmm. that I have to talk over, over, way over, over talk mm-hmm. before anything, when, especially when it's going to be something uncomfortable for me. <laughs> you know, it's, it's 10 times worse. I have to talk even more. So as I'm doing my, you know, and luckily you don't have to like get, get undressed in front of them. You're already deroged by the time they come in, but of I'm course. just like, I just wanted to let you know, I shaved everything this morning. <laughs> God. Everything has lotion and and body spray on it. There I'm like, be any I issues. just got out of the shower. It's literally been the 40 minutes <laughs> that it took me to drive here. And I mean, we're talking. And I am clean. There will be nothing. I'm like, so I should be and completely like- odorless. No, he started laughing. Oh, he's like, well, what? He's like, why are you concerned about that? I'm like, well, I can only imagine the things you've had to go through as a as a doctor in your field for you know, 20, 30 years and everything. And he's cracking up. He's like, well, we all are, we're all unique in our own way. And we all have our own individual scents and odors. And I'm like, oh, please. <laughs> I go, give me a break. I go, I have seen women in public and I would not want to examine them down there. Please, I'm, are I, you
0: kidding? Go to <laughs> go to church as a child and go to the bathroom during a really dry sermon and go in there and you smell the pussy and nylon. Or an, off- Come an on. office. Yeah, like an office like I work at where you're there nine, ten hours a day oh, and everybody's semi-dressed up and you have to go into a stall. That's like the 15th time it's been used this morning. And someone's off black nylons are hitting the I mean, floor. it Come is on.
1: horrible. Thank God for masks. I never was right? so happy to have masks when I realized I I'm like, telling you, this is wonderful. It makes bath- public bathrooms really Because how easy. weird would I look at pre-pandemic of going into the bathroom with a mask on?
0: <laughs> Everybody would have looked at me like, what are you doing? What are you from Japan? What are you like, doing? You know what's in there. <laughs> I know what's in there there's nothing wrong with a little prep work okay okay here's the final one <clears throat> this one made me gag a little while giving a pedicure i clipped a client's toenail which flew onto my lip <gasps> and st- stuck to my lipstick god. i felt embarrassed and kept it there trying what the hell? nonchalantly get it off of my lip while still servicing my <laughs> client oh god <laughs> <gonna throw> <laughs> i knew you would i knew
1: it i knew it I knew it. No, that's like, we've had this conversation before about people who accidentally spit on you. Another reason why I love masks <laughs> when they're talking. Do you wipe it off? Do you leave it there? What? Do you don't want my spittle on your face? You know, Ellen's, Ellen DeGeneres, that whole thing she goes through is so funny. I mean, the, like, the fact why that, are we
0: afraid to wipe it off? Stephanie, <laughs> if that had happened, I would have had, there would have been a quite a display. And we'd have be been like, Ah! I would have been like, I knew I shouldn't have picked this job. Ah and yes, you're just like You're done Like oh Like here, take the clippers. Oh, do it I yourself Do it yourself Oh my god it's, See I'm so stuffy from my cold. Oh my god, that's so anyway, so yeah, never will I Can you imagine if that happened to you? If someone was clipping First of all, your...
1: this is the Okay, that's almost impossible because that would mean I would have voluntarily been working on someone's foot. No no no, no. If, if, touching a foot. If, oh. if it had been your if Oh your no. <laughs>
0: Because my toenails are perfect, they would never do that. They wouldn't go flying off in some Hell random no. direction like a bullet onto someone's lip, glossy okay, here's lip. the
1: thing. All I can imagine is that that person had incredibly hard toenails. Stephanie, I can't. Which means that they don't clip them regularly, or they drink a lot of milk. Because <laughs> that's, they, that's,
0: that's that's
1: Because the thing. my toenails are not that strong. I am. I mean, they're stumbling. not. They're not. They're not soft or
0: whatever. But they're not these hard. You know. Raven claws, <laughs> even when they're unkempt. You know I what I can't mean? Imagine. Or can you imagine waiting so long to get a pedicure, and then you're like, "I'm getting a pedicure," and they come in with like half inch long. I mean, claws. we've heard. that. Yeah,
1: I can't. You know what? I'm going to end up having doing YouTube videos on this. I've been really into like doing watching YouTube videos about people from other countries trying <laughs> food of other countries. Okay. There's this one YouTube. Um, I, I'm assuming like they have these channels, but they're like the same people on it, okay. right? Um, and this one's called. <laughs> Indigenous people trying like American food. Oh my god! Or indigenous tribal people trying like uh, Japanese food. And and so do and they hate are, it? Well, it's just their their reactions are all over the place, oh, okay. and depending on what they're eating. So the ones that I'm watching right now, they were from like. Um, I don't. And I don't know why they call them indigenous people, but they were basically from some very tribal place in like Afghanistan or okay. Iraq oh. or Turkey, okay. or India. You know that part of the world, real um, rural, very, and, and not like the main hubbubs of these places, yeah, like yeah, yeah. outskirts. Of, yeah. Oh shit. And so, they made these people try sushi, and it was hilarious. Because they're like, so, and, and they speak in there, and they use subtitles so that sure. you can know what they're saying. And they're like, so you're saying that this is fish. Really? Like, they, they're looking at it like, this can't be fish. Like, oh it God. doesn't look anything like fish. And then they try it, and the one guy... <laughs> the one guy leans over and he's clearly spitting it out. It was salmon sashimi. Oh, delicious. And he's spitting it out and he comes back on and he's kind of laughing and he covers his mouth. He's like, I'm sorry. He's like, I had to go off the camera for a minute because I was retching. My body just retched. And I don't even know why. <laughs> and so I'm late at
0: four in the morning. Oh, and I'm God. busting up laughing,
1: watching. So now I'm on this trip where I'm watching. Children eating food from like Turkey or you know odd oh. weird food that they've oh, never tried. It's very funny. Yeah, I haven't
0: done a YouTube rabbit hole in a minute.
1: Yeah, I, I always forget. I'm like, you know, what can you find on YouTube? You can literally find anything. anything. you yeah. know, it's funny.
0: Um, so you know, Daryl and I were in media marketing. We just were obsessed with it, and so I had been doing my own personal research because I hate Facebook. I hate it I more really than anything in the world. I hate it. I keep it because uh, I—it's just like a hub, yeah, you know. And it is. you know, when you have a podcast, you have to have it, right? Stuff like that. But I, I mean, would delete my profile if I could. In general terms, I don't run to it every day. It's yeah, not my fave. I do, but there—I have tried ways to customize my experience on Facebook so I wouldn't hate it so much. Like I've—I've I've joined a bunch of groups and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I have too, and so it's kind of helped a little bit, but. I still hate it. So I'm like, am I alone in this or no. whatever? Because apparently old people love Facebook. So I did some research. Yeah, they have like 20 friends. Jenna. Jerry doesn't get it. He's like, how do you know 360
1: something people? I'm like, I don't know. My Facebook is small compared to yeah, others. I know. How many do you
0: have? Like a little over 600. I but it's you. because of the podcast it has never <laughs> has nothing to do with You've me. always been more popular than me <laughs> No, shut up so <laughs> anyway i was doing research for gen x specifically what social media platforms do gen x what do we use you know out of curiosity tiktok no tiktok is like seven percent really yeah i'm obsessed with tiktok i love tiktok i'm obsessed is oh it- you know what i gotta get your I, gotta, I have to send you videos i didn't know you were on it uh what? Yeah, I'll send it to yeah, you. Yeah, I've already I already liked
1: you and Daryl. We have to share videos. Actually, I've liked some of the things that you guys have liked on TikTok. Oh yeah, yeah, like yeah. your Napa wine stuff and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because those are I like they're fun. I love yeah. You know we love gourmet anything. Oh my god, food and so wine. Much fun. And, yeah. So
0: anyway, um, no, the number one is YouTube. Oh, that is not surprising. Gen X loves my YouTube. son. No, Gen X loves you. Our age loves YouTube. Oh, okay. And then and then it's Facebook. I, have
1: people, I get notifications that said so and so and liked liked your channel. I'm like, I don't have a channel. Yeah, you do. I have a channel because my son uses it. Oh. <laughs> no one's liking me. I don't post videos. Yeah, but I mean you have to have a channel to to like stuff. You do, but I mean he actually gets oh, um, you know, seven people liked your comments. <laughs> I'm oh my like, God, oh, comment? that happens, yeah. Because he comments on things.
0: Well, I became obsessed with uh, Dr. Pimple Popper because of YouTube. Oh, God. I made mean, Jerry watch that the other day. It was I, hilarious. I, I, I literally go, well, it's been three weeks. I hope there's some new things. And I'll go on. I'm like, oh, my God. I have five to watch. This is so exciting. And then I'll just go through, <laughs> fast forward through all of her product placement shit. And then I'm like, let's get to the nitty gritty. And I, a lot of people. She is a real doctor, right? She is legit. Okay. If I ever had anything like that, I would run to her. Yeah, for sure. Run to her. And what's funny is when they go there, she's like, well, what made you decide to wait until it was the size of a soccer ball to come and see somebody? (laughs) I know, right? But she's so good because she's all about pain management. She's so obsessed. She's like, do you feel anything? And she over numbs them. And I... Love thank god that. for her yeah right I love it and well a lot of the people you can go to other dermatologists when you have that they'll put you under and she's like you don't have to do that. i don't want to go under yeah and she's to. like you don't have to do that and so she comes with both all these other things that you can do and and she's so good yeah, so good, and like she these is. people don't have scars. Yeah,
1: did you see you the know? guy with the nose that had like it was like all bumpity and everything, and he couldn't breathe, and she had to like burn his nose off? Yeah,
0: because he was and he was going to be in his daughter's wedding, and he didn't want to look like that.
1: Well, yeah, he's like he said, like, little kids are scared of me. My grandchildren are scared of me, and she had to literally use up like that burn
0: thing. It looks horribly painful, but he was t- completely. Numb. I'm sure it was like, there was for it. nothing. No, but he
1: said it was brutal. He like you know the and the after confessionals. He was it like, was. It was it was multiple visits. Oh, God, yes. I think it was two or three. He but... could have lost his nose. Well, he looked a thousand times he did. better. He did. And, um, but I was just like, this bitch is fucking hardcore. She is hardcore. Because I don't know if I could have done all that. I mean, That's what she does. I know, but what makes one do that? You know what? I've always had a fascination with trying to decide why, or figure out why a doctor chooses the particular type of doctor they're going to be.
0: Did I ever tell you about that? Like, I... what made you be... I asked, doctor. I asked, um, when my daughter had a really bad ingrown toenail, like it was, it was causing her, like she could not walk. walk it was bad. It. Yeah. So we went to his name, um, and I will tout him. He was the best. If you have podiatrist? to have a podiatrist, you have to have one. You got to do it. You, yeah. You, yeah. This guy. Well, thank doc- God they have them. Dr. Hook. <laughs> and he looked like, uh, Ryan Reynolds or not Ryan Reynolds, Ryan O'Neal. Oh, Cute. But older, you know, like an older round of Neil. Yeah. And so we walk in and, you know, Kenzie, of course, is terrified oh, as yeah. I would be because, you know, he's got to do basically small in- inpatient well, surgery. Well, it already hurts. And, you like, know, she's terrified so that she's going to feel stuff. And I was afraid for her as well because it's like dental work. You're like, you don't, yeah. don't want to feel anything. You just don't know. So he numbs the shit out of her. Her, her, her little foot is white because there's so much anesthesia oh, in good. it. Oh, good. And he's like, okay, so the nurse comes in and she, he puts blankets on her. She's laying down. She's looking at an iPad. Can't see anything. And she's talking to me. We're talking. And he goes, see, Mom? And I look, and he's got all the shit in it coming out of her foot. He's like, she can't feel anything. And I'm like, thank you for sharing. Right. Okay. I, I, can, I I didn't need to see that. Right. all right. I'm the type that just wants to say, <clears throat> okay, it's done. Great. But thank you for showing me the sticks coming out of her foot. That's great. What thank was you. it? Well, he was just cutting out the toenail. And so... Um, during that process, I said, so, Dr. Hook. I go, why would you want to be a podiatrist? Because I can't think of anything I would rather less do. <laughs> right. I'm like, other than maybe being a gynecologist. I, he goes, actually, you know, he, and it was a, such an interesting story. When he was a little boy, uh, his home was really close to the local doctor office. Okay. Like, he had a house or whatever, and he he treated all the neighborhood and he goes and I would go in there and I was just fascinated with everything. And he goes, you're a smart boy and so he showed him what an x-ray was. Oh, he yes. showed him, you know, everything and he was really fascinated by it. He goes, you should go to med school. He goes, so I went to med school because of this doctor. And That's he was great. and he was a wonderful doctor. And so I went to med school. I actually did really well. And I actually had my choice of a few fields. And they said, you really should go into gynecology or, um, you know, women's health or whatever. Or something of that nature, reproductive services or whatever. Right. And he's like, I don't think someone named Dr. Hook should be a gynecologist. (laughs) He goes, and so the right. thing that the other thing that I really like was like sports injuries, medicine of okay. that sort. He goes, and I ultimately ended up in podiatry. Now he does a lot of surgery. I'm sure. Not th- what we what he did with us was like nothing. Minimal. Yeah. He does like significant surgery. Yeah. Um he's like, and I just really loved it after that. I I help a lot of athletes, I do a lot of yeah, hip and You know what? I can see that. and stuff like that. And I can so I'm like, okay, cool. So it's not just feet.
1: Well, so my gynecologist said that the reason why he got into gynecology, women's health, was because there's so much joy behind. There can
0: be. Yeah. Um, yeah,
1: behind giving birth yep. and, and seeing new life. And, you know, women are always so happy when they're pregnant, and ready to have a baby. And I was like, that's true. I go, but of course me, being that a freaking pessimist I am, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but what if the baby dies and everything? He's like, well, you know, God, that." almost never
0: happens it's very you know, rare which I'm sure
1: it's very rare it is it is <clears throat> but obviously you know his point was the good outweighs the bad
0: yeah you know I've asked that about my friends who were you know labor and delivery nurses I'm like god it must be really hard when a baby dies she's like it is so rare and yeah. and when they do, they they are before they're even born,
1: or they know they're preparing for yes. something bad. Well, yeah. she goes,
0: I have seen babies who I thought for sure weren't going to make it, and they bounce right back. I know it's, it's insane. so crazy. Humans are insanely cool. Yes, very very cool. <laughs> okay, well on that note, yeah uh that's the end of the show and Ooh. so we're gonna do we'll have another show after this and then we're gonna take our break for thanksgiving oh yay oh well not yay for the break but yay for thanksgiving i can't believe it's already here i can't either it's insane. Well, not yet in a couple weeks but still it's, it's coming. coming it's definitely but coming yeah, we'll be and taking it is... a little bit of a holiday break because we all need our breaks producer dub My specifically favorite. is really why we do it so oh well we're sorry that we exhaust <laughs> you producer dub oh god he comes out the show's done so he know, wipes his out brow. Of breath. <laughs> He's got a little
1: sweat dripping He's like, down. He's like, oh, I need a drink. I finished. Yeah, speaking of, you didn't say anything about my idea. I did. I told him. I thought I loved it. I told her. Did he like it? Yeah. We don't have to do it every show. No, but, but it was But a every good idea. once in a while I thought it would be fun. I if you ever come over Saturday we can sip Saturday it while we're doing Definitely have to do it on a Saturday. Yes, and while great. we're do, while we're doing the show we'll Absolutely. drink them and then maybe we can talk about it like at the Hi, end. I something. love it.
0: I love it. So yeah, cocktail. And hour. he loves making them and he he's so loves good it. at it.
1: He loves he can think about what he's going to make us listen, and be surprised. If I ever say, I'm feeling like a cocktail,
0: he's like well, Let me get to my elixirs. I know he like, comes out and he's he like, puts like, Let's on his chef coat. He puts what a what can we do? On? What can we get? Oh yeah, he's buying all new. He's he bought a new shaker. He's Sweet. so excited about. So yeah, I I definitely think we should do it. Yeah, I think it would be fun. Okay, all right, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.